0: Reverend Chaplain Pastor Zachary B. Rainey. I am I'm a children's pastor with our elementary kids, and throughout the month of December, we have been studying and looking into uh, the meaning of Christmas. And this is our our theme has been Christmas means celebrating Jesus, God's greatest gift. So that's been our this has been our whole month of December. Then we went into uh, the first week. We talked about Zachariah and Elizabeth, which happens to be really close to my name and my wife Lizzie's name. So, are you still back there, Lizzie? Did she run? Yeah, she ran out of the room. Yeah, she heard I was preaching today. Um, and something impossible happened to them, and we learned that God can do the impossible. So, we learned celebrate because God can do anything. Then the next week we looked at this young woman named Mary and she was visited by an angel who told her that God had a different plan for her life than she expected. God had a supernatural plan that she would be the mother of a savior. And so God's plan was bigger and better than the one Mary had for her own life. Any bigger and better than anything she imagined for her own life. So God, we celebrate because God ha- uh, has a plan. And then last week, we looked at the Christmas story in the book of Luke chapter 2. You know Luke chapter 2 is about the shepherds. Everybody knows that, right? You know where to find that. And an angel appears to the shepherds and says this, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring good news to you of great joy, which will be for all the people, that today a Savior who is Christ the Lord was born for you in the city of David, and this will be a sign for you, you will find the baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger, and the very night that Jesus Christ was born, uh, the shepherds were there, and we can celebrate because God sent a Savior. So today, boys and girls, how are you doing, boys and girls? That's what I thought. I got nothing from over here. How are you guys over there? All right. Are you ready for this today? Here's our bottom line for today. Our bottom line is this. uh, From Matthew chapter 2, the visit of the wise men, never stop celebrating Jesus. Should we celebrate Jesus only on December 25th? Or every day of the year? Every day. Thank you. I love having Brinkley in class, by the way. <laughs> Should we celebrate Jesus only on Sunday? Or every day of the week? Every day of the week. So let's, let's start by taking a look at that. You guys know I love God's word. How many books are in the Bible? How many in the Old Testament? 39. All right. So go to book number 40 in there, Matthew chapter 2. If you want to uh, see where I'm reading from, I have no idea what translation I copied and pasted into my text, so it probably won't match. God's word. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where's the one who's been born, king of the Jews? For we have seen a star at its rising and have come to worship him. And when King Herod heard it, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. When the king's angry, everybody's in trouble. And after calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired from them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him in Bethlehem. Of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you will go out a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and determined precisely from them the time when the star appeared, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, inquire carefully concerning the child, and when you have found him, report to me so that I also may come and worship him. Herod was lying, by the way, if you, know this, if you don't know the story. so uh, We set up nativity sets. Have you guys taken your decorations down yet? It's the 26th. I know, I know there's a baby Jesus here somewhere. There it is. I, I like how they're attached. They don't fall off, so... You guys have a baby Jesus in your nativity. Um, I think the wise men ended up in Jerusalem, not Beth... I mean, hit Jerusalem first, not Bethlehem, because they were looking for a king. Some people even call these guys the kings, the kings of the east. And if you compare the book of Psalms, you'll find out that the king is supposed to be set up on Zion, my holy hill. Uh, This is my son, the book of Psalms says. I think they were playing off the book of Psalms. And uh, they didn't find what they expected. What they found in Jerusalem was a king, but it was King Herod. It wasn't the newborn king that they found there. King Herod wasn't a good man. He was very wicked. He was ruthless. He did things to other people that should never be done to other people. And he did not want another king. Sometimes, like these three wise men who didn't find what they expected, sometimes life gives you what is not expected. And I I want you to know, you can trust God no matter what. That's been our theme all year long in Children's Church. You can trust God no matter what. Repeat after me. You can trust God no matter what. Some of you have been through some rough times recently. It doesn't change who King Jesus is at all. You can go through unexpected times, and these wise men didn't they didn't find what they expected there with King Herod, so they decided it was time for them to keep looking. What are you looking for? Are you looking for Jesus? We need to be looking for not sweet baby Jesus from Talladega Nights but and You know, we shouldn't be looking for some jolly man who's going to keep us happy by giving us candy and presents. I have no problem with you guys giving me presents, but you guys know I'm looking beyond that, right? What I'm looking for is Jesus as a king. I hope that's what you're looking for. King of kings, Jesus. Now, there were wise men and shepherds in my set here. So this is uh, Joseph. There's a wise man, a wise man, a wise man. And then there's shepherds in here. I know there's shepherds because they're holding sheep on, <laughs> on their shoulders. So, And when I set up my nativity set, we, we set up all kinds of Bible characters. Once in a while, I add other things in there just for fun, too. So. But, you know, we put angels in there. I don't remember reading an angel in uh, Luke chapter 2 at the uh, uh, manger. I put uh, the shepherds and the wise men all together. But in the Bible story, you'll notice it said after Jesus was born in Bethlehem that the wise men came. Were they late? No, they were not. They, never in, they were never intended by God to be there at the same time as the shepherds. I put them together. How many of you mix your shepherds and wise men? You know, anybody that changes scripture. Scripture. You guys are all in trouble. No, I mix them up because I want to be able to have people understand there's a whole lot to the Christmas story, and it's hard to get it all together. Let's go back to our scripture and and see what happened next. I'll come back to the after. This is verse 9. After they listened to Herod the king, the wise men went out, And behold, the star which they had seen at its rising led them until it came and stood above the place where the child was. Now when they saw the star, they rejoiced with very great joy. And when they came into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. And opening their treasure boxes, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. The wise men were extremely happy to see the star. For one thing Herod didn't give was not where they were supposed to be, and they needed good directions. I I drive a car a lot and I end up doing this a lot. So, "Hey Siri, directions to 600 Orchard Drive, Lafayette, Indiana." Getting directions to She's getting directions for me. They were happy because They were going to be guided to the right place. Jerusalem wasn't the right place. That's where you'd find a king. But Jesus was just a little bit south of there in Bethlehem. And so the star guided them to Jesus. We rejoice at Christmas for a lot of reasons. Like I said, lots of presents. You guys get happy when you get a lot of presents? I wish... You could see my garage. I threw all the Amazon boxes in the garage, and it looks like that scene from Wally where he's collecting all the garbage from the earth. My garage is just packed full of garbage right now to recycle. We rejoice for a lot of reasons, not just the presents that we get. But, boys and girls, we need to rejoice that the Holy Spirit guides us to King Jesus. The Holy Spirit will guide you. And help you to know Jesus. This is interesting to me. You know, They were carrying three different gifts, these guys. Do you remember what they were? Gold and frankincense and myrrh. And gold's just like a cheap thing, right? What did the Bible call it? It says they opened their treasures. Something really valuable. Some people give Jesus their leftovers. Like, I'm too busy for Jesus, and maybe I'll throw something in. If Jesus is king, do whatever you want. If I mean, if he's not king, do whatever you want, right? If Jesus is not king, live the way you want to live. But if Jesus is the king of kings, I want to live the way Jesus said. They offered a treasure to him. These three things, gold and frankincense and myrrh, you will find all mixed together in one spot in the Bible. There was a worship tent called the tabernacle, and inside there, there was an altar covered with gold, anointed with myrrh, and burned frankincense on it, which is telling me that these wise men understood more than you think they understood. They understood, I believe, they understood that Jesus was king, they were looking for a king, and he was God. Because you were not... uh, Look it up in Exodus. You were not allowed to offer this to to any... You were not supposed to use it at home. This is for God's worship. And that's what they were doing. They were acknowledging Jesus as king and God. They were affirming that. Like John says, the word became flesh. God became flesh and took up residence among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the one and only from the Father... Full of grace and truth. So Jesus is king of kings. He is Lord of lords. He is God. He's a good king. Isn't Jesus a good king? Not like wicked old Herod. Herod just did horrible things. And we had a memory verse over this past month. You guys might recognize this. It came from John chapter 3 verse 16. Would you read it with me? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Does God love us only on December 25th? No, No, God loves us every day. Does God love us Uh, I mean, should we celebrate Jesus only on December 25th, on Christmas? No. We need to give something valuable. Give your life to King Jesus. You don't serve a king for a minute. You serve him your whole life. Do you want to look for Jesus? Do you want to find Jesus? Do you want to find a king over your life? Who wants Jesus to be your king every day, not just Christmas? The wise men were not late. Stand up if you want Jesus to be your king, to rule your life. Not just at Christmas, every day. Because we will never stop celebrating Jesus. You can trust God no matter what because God sent us Jesus. Would you bow your heads? I want to pray. If you want to commit your life to follow King Jesus, to be under his rule and reign, would you lift a hand and witness to God right now? Lift your hand and witness, Jesus, be my king. Be my king. Not just one day of the year, not just one day of the week. Be my king. Father, you see our hearts and our hands, and like these wise men, coming after the birth of Jesus. We are coming the day after Christmas to say we belong to King Jesus. We submit ourselves to his rule and his reign. He's our Savior, our Lord, our God, and King. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Zach.